aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Name something that's better than being rich. Four. Besides a bird, something in a bird cage. Hamster. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Something Russia's famous for, Bob. Russians. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Rob! Naked Grandma! Reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining? In something you might buy that could turn out to be phony. Yeah, a horse. Name a time that most people get up. In the morning. A time most people go to bed. At night. This is the 7 at 11 on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Oh, it is the 7 at 11. No Harper here. No one's winning a pig. No Kyle here. That means we're going to give you both a chance today because uh, I think you might need it. We're, uh, we're going to give both Josh DiMaggio, Joshy, in from Scalzo and Brust, who you hear four to six on these stations. Nolan Murphy, who you don't hear uh, for good reason, because he's out <laughs> doing very important things for the company. It's not because he's doing anything wrong. I'm in from nowhere, you know, literally. Yes. Yes. No context to who Nolan Murphy even is. None necessary. I'm not even a teammate. I mean, according to Craig right now. No, you are. No, you are. Um, We don't want to break any employment laws here. Um, So here is your 7 at 11. Steph Curry. I believe you're familiar with his work. Steph Curry became the Golden State Warriors all-time leading scorer this year. Josh loves giving these over-unders when he's on the receiving end, (laughs) on the giving end. Now let's see how he does on the receiving end. Uh Steph Curry became the all-time leading scorer for the Golden State Warriors. When he did that, he joined eight other active NBA players who are the scoring leader for a franchise in the NBA. One of those is LeBron James, who is the Cleveland Cavaliers' all-time leading scorer. When Steph Curry did that, who were the other seven players who lead a franchise, doesn't need to be their current franchise, as their all-time leading scorer. And uh, Nolan and Josh, you both can guess, but once, once either of you guesses wrong, then you are, the person is eliminated. So Josh, I want to start on the, you know, the Bucks are playing the Nets today, so let's start in the East Coast. Okay. Do you think that Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant is the leading scorer for the Thunder? Because that's where I went first, and I don't want to get a wrong answer right off the bat. I'll go ahead and say Russell Westbrook. By the way, I like how you said we're going to start the East Coast, so we're going to go with the Thunder. (laughs) But I started with the Nets. No, I started with Kevin Durant. (laughs) Okay. All right, let's start start with the East Coast. Is it the Oklahoma Thunder and Russell Westbrook? Is Josh eliminated? Russell Westbrook is correct. And not only is he correct, but he has the most points of anyone on this list with that franchise. Nicely done, Josh. I mean, we got to stay, you know, to, on the East Coast, not in Oklahoma City. All right, let's go um, with the Lakers then. Yeah, let's go with the Lakers. Uh, you know, is is Dwight Howard possible for the Magic? All right, is that your guess? This isn't like final answer. Once you say it, it's your guess. So okay. Dwight Howard is the number five answer on the list for the Orlando Magic. Well done. Josh is two for seven. Josh, do you want to keep rolling and try to knock this out without Nolan? 
No, because I'm going to need help here. <laughs> so Giannis is not the Bucks' leading scorer at the moment. It's no. still Kareem. Correct. Kevin Garnett's not in the league. You just have to go through the, all these teams. Dirk all right, Nowitzki's we don't have time for yeah, this. Okay. Let's keep it moving. All right. um, so let's go Chris Paul, Clippers. Chris Paul with the Clippers is incorrect. Nolan, your mic is off for the rest of the segment, and you got none right. We're over to Josh. John Wall for the for Washington? For the Washington Bullets and Wizards, John Wall is incorrect. That means we are now open to the calls at 800-990-ESPN. It is 800-990-3776. Besides LeBron James and Steph Curry, who are the seven players who lead a franchise in all-time leading scoring, we have Russell Westbrook, number one on the list, Dwight Howard, number five on the list. We have incorrect guesses of Chris Paul. And John Wall. Paul and Wall wrong. Westbrook number one. Dwight Howard number five. Let's go to the honest one. You're on Sunday Karma. Good morning, Honest Mike. Morning, boys. Um, How about DeRozan for Toronto? I feel like you've gotten DeMar DeRozan as a correct answer. More than once. Uh, You've gotten DeMar DeRozan as a correct answer at least seven times in your 7-11 career. (laughs) And DeMar DeRozan is number two on the list as the leading scorer all time for the Raptors. Well done, Mike. Do you have another? Kemba Walker scored a lot for the Hornets. Yeah, and the Hornets, remember, a new franchise. Uh, Who even knows how they count that? But either way, Kemba Walker is number three on the list. Well done. And uh, only three remain for you, Honest Mike. Uh, Anthony Davis with the Pelicans. Mm, Did the Pelicans have anyone else who put them? We know Drew Holiday scored a lot of points for them. Anthony Davis is number six on the list and is the Pelicans' all-time leading scorer. Well done, leaving two correct answers on our list. Um, Conley with the Grizzlies. Mike Conley Jr. with the Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh, let's see. Did Bryant Big Country Reeves with the Vancouver Grizzlies have more points? He did not, nor did Sharif Abdur-Rahim. It is Mike Conley Jr. at number four, leaving one answer on the list. Only one answer remains on the list. Nolan, do you think Honest Mike's going to get it? I do. These expansion teams, they really throw a wrench in this. I mean, <laughs> Stats and Info's got to you know, look into the, the Hornets scoring, I think. <laughs> All right, here we go, Honest Mike. Do you have the final answer? I'm going to say Vincent Carter in the Nets. Vince Carter is not an active player. Great try, honest one. Amazing work, honest Mike. He gets so many that you think he's cheating, but he's honest. He is honest Mike. Unbelievable work, as always, by the honest one. Let's go to Zach, who's a carpenter. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to start with Zach, but we have one answer left on the list. We'll have Zach up first when we continue. It is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin, and Wisconsin On Demand. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Wrapping up our 7 at 11, 
looking for the seven players who lead an NBA franchise in career points. Uh, joining Steph Curry and LeBron James, we have Westbrook, DeRozan, Kemba Walker, Mike Conley, Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, and just looking for one more. Let's go to Zach, who... Oh, sorry, that wasn't going to Zach. Now we'll go to Zach, who's a carpenter. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Zach. Thanks for holding. Morning, guys. How are we? Excellent, excellent. Who do you have for us? I was torn between two, but I'm going to go with Lillard with the Blazers. Damian Lillard with Portland. Josh, you're sh- shaking your head no. Why do you think not? Uh, just because it's a storied franchise. There's there's too much history there. I don't know the answer, but it's too too old of a franchise. I would agree. Like Clyde Drexler, he probably has that record. Yep, it? that is uh, incorrect. Thanks for the call, Zach. Let's go to Tim, who's in manufacturing. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Tim. How about uh, uh, James Harden with the Rockets? James Harden with the Rockets, not on the list. Got to be Hakeem. Uh, 800-990-ESPN. We are looking for active players who lead an NBA franchise in points. Now, we could have this going probably the whole show, but I am going to... I'm going to give it away right now. I'm not going to give the answer, but I'm going to give a clue. Well, it might not totally, because they have a bunch of people. The correct answer is currently a member. Ah, actually, here's here's what it is. The correct answer is playing at Fiserv Forum today. The correct answer is playing at Fiserv Forum today. 800-990-ESPN. It is 800-990-3776. The final answer of this 7 at 11 is playing at Fiserv Forum today. Let's go to Ezra, who's a student. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Ezra. Morning. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Who do you have for us? It's Brooke Lopez, Brooklyn Nets. It is Brooke Lopez with the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. Well done. Where are you calling from? Uh, Port Washington. Nice. You're going to get a 94.5 ESPN t-shirt. Ezra, well done. And it is Brooke Lopez who narrowly edged Buck Williams, who was second on that list. And then you have Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson, Jason Kidd, all super close. But Brooke Lopez, did you know it once I said no, who, I thought he it was, was playing at Pfizer for him? I thought it was Blake Griffin. I went back oh, to the Clippers. That um, nice. That would have been a good call. Uh, but it is, uh, and that is amazing that Brooke Lopez, and remember, he didn't shoot threes. No, but he, I mean, he averaged 20 and 10. What, what's the margin between Jason Kidd and Brooke Lopez? Is it like, like it's 50 like, points? It's like 75 points. Like, he's like 10 points out of Buck Williams or something. Or four. Actually, he's, I, I don't have it up in front, but he's four points out of Buck Williams. And then all those guys are super close. They're all right around, I think it's 10,000 points. Um, you know, Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, you know, they're, they're all right there. If you had to pick one of the Nets' big three to break Brooke Lopez's record, who would it be? Ooh, that is a good question, and it would be James Harden. I think health-wise, I think he's the one that stays healthy the longest. Well, and I think he's the one who I could see staying there the longest, and he's he's going to play the most games year in, year out, despite his current. He's the only one injured right now. He, I mean, that's why he's definitely hurt. Like when people are like, oh, what's going on? I mean, he's... James Harden is tough. He doesn't he doesn't miss games just to miss games. This one's going to be crazy today. Um, a lot you'll get to see a lot over these next two games uh, for the Bucks and see how they react to playing. You know, 
the same team twice in three days who is this good. You know, this is not the Sixers of last week without Ben Simmons and with Joel Embiid, uh, you know, playing a back-to-back game in that first game. And the Bucks are favored by two, which I would not take the Bucks side. I mean, if the Nets are going to be healthy today and have Kyrie and Durant, and if Durant is going to play the whole game, I mean... What have the Bucks proven so far that they should be favored over the Nets other than they're at home? Well, what you see is that when Kevin Durant plays, the Nets are uh, a totally different team. And that's, by the way, if Durant's on the court with both of those other guys, with one of those other guys, or neither of those guys, they're, they're like a way more dominant team than even if you have the other two together. One of the other, I mean, Durant is the game changer because the Nets have an amazing supporting cast uh, beyond just those three. So this is going to be a really, really fun game. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that, but we'll touch on the Brewers and we'll get back into Aaron Rodgers and the situation going on in Green Bay. As we continue, it is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. It's Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. He's our quarterback. He's our leader. We've been working through this for you know a little while now, and. Um, you know, I just think uh, it may take some time, but um, you know, he, he's he's the guy that kind of makes this thing go. So he's he gives us the best chance to win, and, and we're going to work towards that end. That was who was that? That was Goody. Oh, I guess Goody does want Aaron. See, I got it all wrong. Uh, He must have a good relationship with Aaron. Everything must be all good in Green Bay. Doesn't sound like it. There he is. Uh, That's Goody. And uh, uh, let's let's kind of play some of this out. So, um, so uh, yeah, let's play play number one because this one I think is really uh, this is a fun one from Goody. Hey Brian, uh, there was a report today that Aaron's condition on returning is that you're no longer the GM. Has that been communicated to you in any way with with your communication with him, with Mark, or with anyone? You know, uh, Aaron hasn't said anything like that to me, and certainly hasn't said anything publicly. So, I think it's a little unfair to kind of you know put that on him. But um, you know, listen, uh, you certainly don't like to hear those things, but at the same time, this is it's kind of part of the gig in the National Football League. So, um, you know, um, but no, nothing's been communicated directly to me. Um, Do you think Aaron said anything to Goody in the last 72 hours? I mean, uh, no, when is the, in the last 72 weeks. Yeah, when is the last time you think they had a one-on-one lunch, coffee? Never. Never. I think I'd go never. Um, Joshy, what about you? Maybe when he was hired, when Goody was hired. Do you not believe the the sending people to California to talk to Rogers story that came oh. out? I mean, just because he went to California, <laughs> like, to did talk he just to stay him. in the hotel? Like, may and... have tried to contact him and not gotten a call back. I mean, I can't imagine. So, if knowing knowing what I know, the idea of what he would even be saying to him, I don't. I, I believe that if the Packers leaked to Schefter that they've gotten over there, that they did, and I could picture the Lafleur conversation. I could even, on some levels. I don't know if I if I mean I guess Rogers would give Murphy the time to sit down with him. I don't know. I I I don't know that 
I would love to ask, I would love to the question, like, when you flew out to California, did Rogers actually let you in the house? <laughs> or did he, like, just, you know, he kept the AC on in the car and was like, all right, hopefully you guys are out in 30 minutes. I'll, I'll call if something happens. I mean, I can't picture that conversation because, like, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, you know, that, that's, you know, we've talked about this a lot around Giannis. People were like, oh, my God. Bucks ownership needs to meet with Giannis now. The season's over. This is scary. What's going to happen when they meet with Giannis? They need to really give him a great vision for the franchise. Like, what? Like, of course they're going to meet with him. But they met with him the day before and the day before and the day before. Because Giannis, you know, from the day, you know, Wes and Mark uh, became involved with the Bucks, you know, they knew Giannis was a critical part of the team. You know, Chris Middleton also met with Coach Bud before Coach Bud was hired, right? Like, that doesn't mean they're making the hires. It just means they're respected uh, at least as much as Andy Dalton's respected by the Bears, which is not where Aaron Rodgers has been able to get to in the Packers organization through what he's done. So, I mean, the idea that they didn't, like, that they would have to fly out to meet to discuss this, like, what's new? Like, they, they, he was their quarterback every day. He's at, the, he's at the center. They all live in Green Bay. It's not like there was so much else to do, even without, I mean, I get it. Without COVID, Green Bay, there's a lot of things to do. So maybe you don't get around to talking to Aaron Rodgers during the season. But during COVID, like, I don't know. What else was there? I, I mean, socially distanced, like what? What's the top activity to do in Green Bay that, that, you, that you think Goody was doing rather than meet with Aaron Rodgers during the season. Thinking about moving on to his next quarterback? No, come on. What what could you do in Green Bay? What's like the most fun activity? Golf? You, you play golf. No, but it was October. It was too cold to play golf. The snow hill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they did do yes. that. You sledding. go to Mark Murphy's famous sledding hill. They that's did the sledding. Do. Okay. You know what? That's fair. I understand if Goody didn't have the time and to have that meeting with Aaron during the season because I've wanted to do that sledding hill, too. I haven't made it up there, but that does look really cool. Uh, I can't stand that photo of Mark Murphy going down it, and he looks like he's just having too much fun and at the same time he's you're just jealous it's you tore your acl like walking that's why you're jealous of mark murphy mark murphy because he's an athlete he's busy building title town and not making sure the head coach gm and the quarterback it sounds like are all on the same page i mean how long does it really take you to go down that hill I mean, but the thing is, it's really fun. So I could see Goody going, doing it a lot you're going of times. A like, times. Yeah. yeah, like last year, you know, Goody was like, hey, I need to call Rodgers maybe to tell him about the Jordan Love pick. And they couldn't get a hold of Mark Murphy because he was on the hill just going down it. And Go- but Goody didn't have his phone number to start and with. That, yes. <laughs> but that all, in all seriousness, this all goes back to Mark Murphy because he's the leader there. So he has to have accountability of straightening out the scenario. And you brought this up with what the Bucks have with Giannis. Jason brought it up. Goody just might not be a people person. And is that good to have your general manager not be a people person? Right. And and by the way, is there an opportunity for Mark Murphy to slither out of this in that way? To say, you know what? Goody has done an incredible job. He has built a elite team in the NFL. And we have decided we want to make him our, you know, vice president of player personnel. Um, but we do need someone you know, to oversee, and, and we've decided the structure needs to be different, that I shouldn't be managing, so we're going to be bringing in a president of football operations, who Aaron would pick, who will then oversee both LaFleur and 
Goody. Because it's right? so, yeah. you know, cuz they're equal. So just bringing in someone above at that level that doesn't exist, that's a that's a solution to this. And this structure, you know, we had really forgot about it, but when it came out 2 years ago, we were worried about it then. You know, there was Russ Ball, Matt LaFleur, Goody, Mark Murphy now involved in football and business. I mean, if you make that choice though, Craig, who is, who do they bring in? Shailene have- Woodley. And I I think she would be <laughs> She would see it right down the middle. I don't think she would take anyone's side. I think she has enough people around her who know football that could help with anything she can't handle. And I think she handles the media well. I think she would be excellent for the role. What, what about Miles Teller? He's a new one to the crew, as we saw at the Kentucky Derby. Pat McAfee? I got, I feel a, sp- like I got a spot for him if he wants it. Yeah. I mean, Pat McAfee. Rodgers yeah. would let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Wildy. I mean, the Packers love Wildy, and Aaron Rodgers loves Wildy. Why not just put Wildy in charge of the team? You can't bring Elliot Wolf back after you basically didn't give him no, the job. they're not going to do any of this. Yeah. Who knows what they're going to do? This is all going to explode. <laughs> Let's just think about uh, going down the snow hill, and maybe it'll <laughs> make us forget how awful all this is. All right, we'll talk about the Brewers and uh, more on Aaron Rodgers. We'll even maybe uh, sneak in a call or two on it. It is Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin, and Wisconsin On Demand. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. I think you got to keep in mind, you know, how much we want Aaron to be here and how important he is to our organization. I think, like I said, I'm optimistic and we'll see how it unfolds. That was Mercedes Lewis, uh, tight end, who will be back with the Packers talking about his quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Correct, Joshy? That was Goody. Oh, oh, that was Goody? Yep, just saying he wants Aaron Rodgers back a different way. Oh, I thought that was uh, Mercedes It Lewis. would be great to hear from Big Dog Mercedes. I'm sure he's got... Yeah. Was he with them at the... Uh... No, I just saw Bakhtiari, Miles Teller, Josh, he informed us, was there. I didn't pick him out. Um, not the Randall Cobb was there, which you're totally right yeah. with uh, Amari Rodgers. Best slot receiver we've had since Randall Cobb fell out of his prime. I'm so excited about, uh, about Amari Rodgers. I really am. Like, if if Aaron Rodgers is there. I don't even know how to, th- how to think about this season. It's a dark... It'd be a dark period in my life of just... We weren't ready for this. Okay. Do you assume... Uh, and, and any just random thoughts you have related to this Rodgers Packers thing, give us a call. Final segment of the show, 800 990 ESPN. We'll also touch on the Brewers in this segment. 800 990 ESPN. Any thoughts you have related to this saga, to this situation, jump right in now. You could also text us the same number, 800-990-ESPN. It is 800-990-3776. Now, you have to assume, right, like, if they did get to the point, I mean, would they, do you think they'd eventually trade him if he refused, or do you think they would just sit him and have him and miss a season and, like, deal with that? I think you'd have to sit him because even if you trade him after June 1st, you're still getting a huge cap hit. And what value are you getting? But who cares about the cap hit? What I mean, what do you mean what value are you getting? You, you don't think Aaron Rodgers would have value to a team? You can get huge value. But it's not going to help you next year. Why not? In 2021, if you're going to trade Aaron Rodgers between now and the start of the yeah. season, how is your team going to get dramatic, you know, to be even well, you half won't get, as good? You won't get better, but if, if it's either having Aaron Rodgers sitting out or if you're able to trade for... Um, let's just say Matt Stafford. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so would you rather have your current quarterback, if Aaron Rodgers is sitting, or Matthew Stafford? I would rather have the year of him sitting out to hope Mark Murphy can patch the relationship up. As nuts as that sounds. Right, which at that point, you got to assume you got to assume makes it uh, even worse, right? If he's if he's that dug in and they're then saying, "Hey, we're going to make you sit and you're going to miss a season of your NFL career." You think that's going to patch things up at that point? But what we know about Aaron is he's not going to want that attention. He's like he's not going to want to be the lead on get up every morning throughout the entire football season as he sits out another game. Right, but is he going to you know, so so what? He's going to say, what? But oh, I'll just come back and play? Because Aaron's not stubborn? I mean, that's what you're thinking? Aaron will just back down to the Packers and then play? No, it won't. He just uses his more motivation. I mean, he's the ultimate chip on his you're shoulder. You're saying and play? And play. Well, and just... so the in that scenario, the one thing I could see is where the Packers and Rodgers agree, all right, which is what the Patriots always had with Brady. Hey, I'm going to play this year, and then this, at, at the end of this year, you can't control me at all. You'll let me go to any team I want to go to. You'll re- he can opt out, basically, yeah, of his you'll, deal. You'll let me release, you know, basically release me so I can go anywhere. So that means I could go in division, I can go anywhere. That would be the one thing that could set up a, dance, a last dance scenario. Let's go to Steve, works in maintenance. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Steve. Steve. Yes. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. So my thought was, uh, you got Mark Murphy, who took over in about 2002, uh, 2008, when the whole Brett Favre debacle happened, and now we're back in the same boat, and who's the guy in charge? It's Mark Murphy. Maybe he's the one that needs to go. Well, so that's the question, right? Is the board of directors, you know, would they jump in in the middle of this, and are, are they even built like that? To jump in and have a vote of no confidence and and replace Murphy as the president and then have a new president come in to replace the general manager. I mean, Steve, I mean, that makes sense, but I feel like that's not that doesn't seem like how the Packers have ever operated. Right. Well, no, but I think, you know, I think they need to take a good look at it. Maybe Bob Harlan needs to, you know, push the board a little bit to say, hey, this isn't going in the right direction for the last, you know, 15 years and something needs to be really done. I mean, I've been a Packer fan for 50 years, and it's disappointing that you have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks 30 years and only two Super Bowl wins. Yeah, I mean, but I think, you know, as a publicly traded company, they've done an incredible job of year after year putting out a great product, being financially viable in the smallest market in the league. They've done all that. But you know what? In today's NFL Maybe a billionaire owner who wants to go all in occasionally or when you have a quarterback who will go all in every year would have amounted to three or four Super Bowls for Aaron Rodgers, you know, and and maybe another one or two for Brett Favre. I mean, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's a good call. Thanks so much, Steve. Uh, 800-990-ESPN. It is 800-990-3776. I mean, it's. I just can't picture that the way we've like seen it. And that's why I was trying to come up with the, the in between of like, Hey, Mark Murphy's decided to hire, uh, you know, 
someone that reports to him that's in between both of those guys. Like, that's the best scenario like that I The football czar of the Packers. He runs everything yeah, football I mean, wise. which most teams have, right? Yeah, VP of football. Yeah, so it, it wouldn't be uncommon to do that. Obviously, the timing would be uncommon, and it would take, you know, some clear admissions of fault. You know, like, and I don't know, like, would Goody, I mean, would Goody be willing to step up and say publicly... Because I don't think you ever want to say that, right? Like, hey, I was wrong. Like, I, I believe Jordan Love is, is going to be a great quarterback, and I'm committed to Jordan Love as I was when I drafted him, but I was wrong about Aaron Rodgers. When I made that selection, I believed Aaron wasn't still going to be an MVP quarterback for a few years, and now I believe that enough to where we're going in a different direction and we're going to commit to Aaron Rodgers. It takes a lot of pride from Goody to come out, and you know, it's a huge... Air on his part of I mean, not calling Aaron Rodgers. If he did that, forget about not calling him. But the plan was to replace Aaron Rodgers. So if he came out so and said, I screwed up. Yeah, I screwed up. Not only did I not call Aaron Rodgers, but my plan was to replace Aaron Rodgers. And now I've seen the light. If he did that publicly, I think that's the kind of thing that gets us out of this. Yes, right? Because he, he'll get crushed for basically wasting two picks. That, you know... Well, again, he, he I, you have I, to sacrifice it at this point. Right. No, I mean, I think he'd get crushed for more kowtowing to his superstar, and he'd be seen as gutless. But, I mean, on some levels, I think that's how you make this happen, right? That's that's how you get it done. Um, let's talk to uh, Steve, who works at insurance. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Steve. Good morning. Hey, I, uh, I just wanted to agree with a gentleman who said Mark Murphy is the biggest part of this deal. and But, but the problem is... He has very quietly stacked the board with his buddies, and he's insulated himself. So uh, he's not going anywhere. Uh, see, that's like those publicly traded companies, right? Like you always look how many insiders are on the board and how many independent board members are there. So, Steve, you're saying, and, and I know it's the executive committee that matters even more than the board. So you're saying that the way the executive committee is stacked, you know, Mark Murphy's got nothing to worry about. Correct. Yeah, I mean, but uh, thanks so much, Steve. Smart way to insulate yourself. It is, but, I mean, it's just such a big deal there, right? Like, Because yes. the board, the board's not insulated. No one's insulated. If you live in Green Bay and you're part, or you live anywhere and you're part of the Packers uh, board or executive board, I mean, this is a critical thing to you. It, this is a, a an act of love. This isn't just, oh, I, I'm on this board to get a paycheck and build up my resume. This is like, in many ways, the peak of your career, it's, of the, that you get to be on the executive board of the Green Bay Packers. And you don't want to be part of that group that that you know, that's part of a debacle that leaves leads with Aaron Rodgers leaving. Because, by the way, again, this isn't Brett Favre. Brett Favre retired. And Brett Favre was given every opportunity to come back. And when he said for sure he wasn't coming back, that's when the Packers said, okay, are you sure? Because then we're going to tell Aaron he's the quarterback. And once we tell Aaron that, we're not going back on this. And Brett said, all right, you guys do what you got to do. And that's what they did. And then uh, we know Brett then wants to go to the Vikings. So then he said he'd come back and play for the Packers and blah, blah, blah. This is not what Aaron Rodgers is doing. He doesn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. Now I believe. Now. He, now I believe he wants to leave. I don't believe he wanted to leave, but now he wants to leave. You know, because he doesn't want to. You know, he thinks he's reached that Andy Dalton status, that status of hey, you know, give me a heads up, keep me in the loop. You know, and by the way, commit to me that I'm going to be your quarterback for the four year extension that you gave me. 
That's what he is. The MVP thinks he deserved. He thinks he deserved three years. He thought he deserved at the end of the year, them coming and saying, hey, we screwed up. We're going to give you three years. We're going to guarantee the next three years. And the Packers weren't willing to do that. Because if the Packers were willing to do that, what Aaron said the day, you know, when he was on the podium, the day they left, he was ready to be the quarterback, but it was in their hands. He said it was in their hands, and they knew exactly what they needed to do. I mean, I knew what they needed to do, so I would hope they did. And they weren't willing to do it. They were willing to move some money around. They were willing to kind of give him two years. And he just wanted the three years of his contract. The Packers weren't willing to give him that. 800-990-ESPN, number that gets you in. A few minutes remain. 800-990-3776. By the way, I've been saying all the show, we've got to mention the Brewers. Three straight wins against the Dodgers. Last night, incredible. Great job by Major League Baseball having the extra inning rule with the runner on second. I love it. Were you guys, were you, Joshy, were you watching last night? I was. It's exciting. Were you watching? Yeah, it makes it so fun. I don't know if I would have stayed with the game with those pitching staffs knowing like, hey, this could go forever. Oh, the Dodgers had already used like 10 pitchers. Right. And then they used Clayton Kershaw as a hitter. For like Um, the second time in the season. Will Smith as a hitter. (laughs) I wouldn't do that to my franchise pitcher. I know he's a good hitter, but like, it takes one heavy. But the Brewers are amazing. I mean, the start. 17 and 10 in April. With all the injuries, Injury, yeah. everything. By the way, the, the sneaky best move last night was Craig Council intentionally walking Mookie Betts. With a runner on third, Brewers were already down two runs in the top of the 11. They end up walking Betts, catch him stealing, strike out Seeger, keep that to a two-run game. Brewers end up getting three in the bottom of the 11th. Betts would have gotten that run home had they pitched to him. It was a really, really uh, smart move once they fell behind the count to uh, Mookie Betts. And the reclamation of Travis Shaw. I mean, he left for Amazing. a number of years, and he's back. He's probably our most valuable offensive player in the first month of the season. I mean, the team's not really hitting. I mean, they're hitting compared to last year. But they're not really hitting, right? They're so much better at defense and pitching, and that's really sometimes all all that matters. But we're talking about the best team in Major League Baseball right now, right? Like, you know, we talk about the Bucks, who for two years in a row, you know, had that best record in the NBA, and the Packers, who were 13-3 and and, you know, hosting an NFC championship. And now we have the Brewers. Now we're only through, uh, I guess, a sixth of the season or something at this point. But the Milwaukee Brewers have the best record in Major League Baseball right now with Yelich out and the team battered. I mean, let's give a lot of credit to David Stern and to uh, Craig Council, who, by the way, appear to be always on the same page, right? Those are two guys who you've never heard one thing about as we talk about LaFleur and Goody maybe not being on the same page. Big credit uh, to the Brewers for what they're doing. Make sure you are... uh, all over uh, today's game, 2.30 start, pregame before that on uh, um, 100.5 ESPN in Madison and uh, WTM. Oh, no, on right here. Uh, right, 94.5 Brewers, we got Brewers here. Yeah. So uh, Bucks at 2.30 on both of these uh, stations. A uh, huge, huge day coming up. Thanks to Joshy filling in for Kyle. Nolan filling in for Harper. You guys both stepped up, did a great job. Uh, remember, stay healthy, stay together, survive today, and thrive tomorrow. Don't settle, and let's see how you guys do it. Nolan and Joshi, send us out. Go Bucks. Now you're supposed to say peace. Peace out. Come on, baby, let the good time go home.